Hey, this is Jake Wesley Rogers, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. This is Evergreen. I should hold you You've been fucking with my mind Since I laid my eyes on you Why do you feel different? Like a stolen vision Waiting on the rug to go from below my weak, weak knees You're evergreen I'm feeling a warm in the winter time And it seems It's getting colder but I'm And I was high tide And then I went and let
right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. We got Jake Wesley Rogers. He just played Evergreen for you off of his latest EP. Um, so welcome to the show. Thanks, Hi, thanks for thank joining you. us. Thank you for having me. Um, so you, I want to bring up where you're from. I usually hit that key point, but you're from Missouri, Midwest. I, I am as well. Yes. Um, and then field, Missouri. <laughs> did, did you move to Nashville to go to Belmont? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, in 2015. Okay. So, yeah, almost a few years ago. I actually saw you in the the pop showcase this past year. Oh, nice, cool. nice. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was, was so good. fun. <laughs> so, are you won that one, right? Uh, yeah. So, yes. are you invited back to the best of best, or is, is that already happened? Yes, that happened like two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. how was that? Super fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's pretty crazy. Just like the production level, and it was, it's super thrilling because it's like you have this giant stage and then but then after i'm like man i probably won't perform on a stage like that um for a while, for a while. <laughs> but i mean that's the goal so, you never know yeah never exactly know. <laughs> but it's super fun to have that much room to run around yeah yeah but i, I went to belmont too it was fun kind of working those things i never mm. i'm not a performer but um it was fun to be on the audio side of things getting you know everything involved in the production which is pretty cool, like going to Belmont, being able to, to do that kind of thing is cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's such like a team effort. And it's, it's crazy that it's just all the students that are in charge of putting this whole like arena show together. Yeah. But it works out. And yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about what your major was, your songwriting. Yep. It, so why did you choose songwriting over maybe like a music um, major or um, like performance major? I... For some reason, I just, when I was Googling colleges, I um, just saw the songwriting degree at Belmont, and it's the only the only thing I applied for. Like, oh, okay. the school I applied for and only program I applied for, and uh, I, I didn't even really consider doing music doing for, music for whatever reason. I just, the songwriting program really appealed to me, and then coming to visit uh, and meeting the the professors and everything it just it kind of felt right cool yeah, yeah so when you do your songwriting do you do it mainly on your instruments like you play guitar and piano um but do you do you have do you write for other artists too or are you involved in like songwriting for other for other people uh it's something when i came to nashville i was like you know that might happen uh-huh. i don't really ever purposefully do it though if oh, okay. i mean it'd be like so cool if someone like record a song I wrote yeah. but um at this point it's like I I really respect people who can do that uh-huh. I just don't think I have the brain to to purposefully write for people, for other people. all the time and so it's... I don't know if that's selfish or, or whatever but um it just it takes so much energy just to be able to write about myself Your own experiences. Uh, yeah. and to think about someone else's in a writing sense would be difficult that makes so, sense yeah, yeah not at this point yeah that makes sense. if you're out there and want to hear any songs i've written there's so many bad ones but if, you, <laughs> if anyone wants to record them just let me know just just hit you up. <laughs> there's a lot of bad ones <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have a, a, a ton of information online but i did uh was able to scrounge up some info on you because mm. you were on america's got ah, talent which yes. was pretty cool was... um when you were 15 right yeah how, how was that experience was that cool Oh man, it was, it was everything I wanted when I was fourteen and fifteen. So, um, it was a huge learning curve. Yeah. Um, because I was fourteen when I auditioned, and uh, at the time it was like those shows were like 
so big. It was the only show I could audition for because most of the ones were like 16. Oh, okay. So I was like, Mom, Dad, I can't do this. I'm like, okay, like, we'll definitely take you. Like, you know, it just seems to like innocent. And then you make it kind of far and it's a lot, a lot at once. Yeah. And in retrospect, I'm like, oh my God. And like, to have those like famous judges that probably shouldn't even be judging anything <laughs> tell you. Tell you tell you how you're talented <laughs> well yeah it's like there's so much like now that i just like am i mean six years older i'm like oh my god there's just so much like shaming that goes into those shows yeah. and like uh terrible uses of psychology like right. on everyone and i'm like oh my like if i have ever kid if those shows are still around which i just hope they're all dead by then <laughs> i'd be like literally no like that's like one thing i would never and not like my parents they didn't do the wrong thing like they were super supportive and are super supportive yeah um it's nice that they even like would take me to st louis to do that but Uh um all in all it really did take a long time to process that um it really i mean it, it it set me back emotionally for for a while wow um just because it's like you're on this huge stage and and then you're off of it and you don't go on to the next week and then you go home to Missouri and everyone's like, oh my God, you're crazy. That's crazy. Oh like, yeah, but you you're did the, it. the popular kid in school. And right? then you're like, what's happening? But you don't like, I mean, I was aware that like, I mean, this nothing's changing. I'm not like a star now. Yeah. It's like so, so weird. Um but I guess I didn't really think about that when you went back to the high school. Where was everybody trying to be your friend? Be like, "Oh, Jake, you're so oh, cool." I, I wasn't too like aware. I mean, I guess I still had like my core group of friends that, uh-huh. um, kind of. But it, I mean, it was, it definitely was like a little different, and uh-huh. it, um, it really took me about like two years, like right before I came back to college, to like find myself again after that, because in a lot of ways it it is like super traumatic because it's like so much is happening and I was so young and then I like and all this to say like it was a huge cool thing mm-hmm. and I'm not taking it for granted but it just makes me realize like all the kids who are younger than I am that are like on Disney and Nickelodeon like oh my god I can like see how this messes them up forever because it's just such like a it's not reality at all and um, it's really interesting I could talk a while about it (laughs) no that that is interesting to to get your take on uh, your take on it I guess I've never really talked to anybody that has been through that at such a young age you know yeah yeah yeah. but um so um but I feel like you've, you know, transitioned well. You're making your own music now. You came out with an EP uh, last summer entitled Evergreen, which, yeah. you know, the title track you just played. <laughs> um, what what was that project like? Did you record it here in Nashville? Yeah, I did. So um, when I was a, a freshman at Belmont, I kind of long story short, did the showcase um, for Sony TV. They were there. Uh, and then I signed a publishing deal with them, which is crazy and unexpected and wow um a lot of uh a lot to take in but great 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 thing like that was a long-term goal so uh so that happened and then i spent like a year writing 
and those were the f- the first four songs not the first four songs I wrote in Nashville but like the ones yeah that I loved and so I recorded it here um, I did it kind of the Nashville way uh, yeah. which is like you um, book a studio and you bring in musicians studio and musicians. they play all your songs in like three hours and they're all incredibly talented and uh-huh. uh, and I I'm super happy that my first project here was that way because um, everything I'd released before um, was just kind of like me and my my computer yeah and um, so yeah it just and it was kind of just like a I'm new here this is like a big change and, and uh, I feel like it represents that time for me that's so, awesome yeah yeah I really love how it turned out <laughs> well I want to play um, a recorded track of yours which what song would you want me to put in here for the listeners um I'll actually have you play uh, a sanctuary sanctuary uh, yeah all right cool here it is Jake Wesley Rogers sanctuary
everybody that was sanctuary off the ep evergreen you also have a music video for that right yeah i just put it out um about a month ago cool yeah yeah where, where did you record it um i did the music video back home actually oh, okay. in springfield um with a company called lock and stash and i had known them and seen their videos for a long time and i wanted to film it in uh this theater i grew up performing in so oh, it was nice. a fun little hometown uh project sweet yeah it's cool well i want to um oh i want to credit the dogs as well the studio dogs yeah, you know love as them. you can hear them in the background <laughs> they sound great <laughs> um but you are you know an openly gay artist and you're playing a gay showcase tomorrow night yeah. uh, or actually sorry this is airing today or friday so friday night at tribe yes um yeah. rainbow nash yeah. i love 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 those people i've credited them before on the show but yeah um what's what's it been like being an openly gay, art, gay artist in uh, nashville has have you had any backlash or i i haven't i've been very lucky and, and privileged that i that i haven't um, that's awesome it, the only thing that is it's kind of on on me because i i go into to co-writing sessions and some like with strangers and it it can be really hard to like write a song and not feel like comfortable like to be like, like you're being yourself to be out or yeah. like talk about my boyfriend or like you know like stuff like that um like even and even today i it was probably the first time i actually wrote with another gay artist and songwriter and i hesitated for a second to even mention i'm like what uh-huh. So it's just like little things like that that I've had to like be conscious of. Yeah. Um, but like 99% of the time, like if when I finally do like, I guess come out, it's like, no, like it's not even a big deal. So it's yeah. kind of this like thing that I've just. So you feel like it's something that uh, you don't really have to, you don't really have to hide, but it's not something that you need to promote to. You just are a songwriter and you're just doing your, your craft. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's not that I don't want to like promote it, but it's like sometimes I just I don't want to. I'm such like a people pleaser. I don't want to like make someone uncomfortable. But like it's like it's 2018 and we're like yeah. <laughs> in a big city. Yeah. Like um, I don't, and I've been like out to myself at least since I was like 12. Uh-huh. So you know, it's just it's just one of those things. But uh, it's crazy when I finally did start opening up and writes. So I I started writing stuff that was, I was so much more happy with. That's so awesome. it's just kind of like the power of vulnerability and not being afraid in that way. For sure. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, like I said, if you want to go out to the show tonight, uh, it's at Tribe at uh, a seven. I think it's at seven, but don't. Quote I think. Me. Check I think it out. the first round's at eight thirty, which R- I'm in. But R- I, you can get it. Oh, eight thirty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. RNBW Nash on Instagram. You can check it out there. And do you have any other shows coming up that we could uh, come see? Um, yeah, so I'm uh, planning a little tour right now that's going to start in June, and then I'm going to end it in July in Nashville. So 
that date's going to be July 13th. Sweet. At the back corner. Ooh, I love the back corner. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be with uh, Milo and Britty. Okay, awesome. It'll be a fun night. (laughs) That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Uh, All right. Well, I want to hear another live tune. You want to play another one for us? Yeah, I'd love to. Cool. What's this one? Uh, This one is Love You Like Your Leather. All right, cool.
like no other, love you like no other. Love you like no other, love you like no other, love you like no other. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast. A big thanks to Jake Wesley Rogers for stopping by, sharing those awesome tunes and stories. Hey, check them out on the road, and also check us out on the web, NotableNashville.com. And until next time, this is Notable Nashville Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My 45 running into you.